welcome to the podcast. Emily Ross. <laughs> and I'm Phil, and this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. And we're back. Uh, it, our schedule is a bit bit all over the place at the moment. I've had COVID um, and then went away. So look, it's nice, nice to be back, Ross. How are you doing, my friend? Are you well? Pretty well, thank you. Just had a very long filming day uh, yesterday with the mighty Brian Larkin and Julian Gartner uh, for an action thriller. So very excited. It was a very long day and everyone worked very hard. <clears throat> so I'm just about conscious, uh, but good. Other than that, pretty, yeah, pretty uh, getting on with things. What about yourself? Yeah, no, not not too bad. Look, I'm recovering, right? Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm definitely finding that I'm, I'm I'm tired, but you know, I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting back to back to me, and it's also good to be back on the podcast. And today we are going to be for a bit delayed, uh, catching up on our best and worst films of 2022 so far. Um, sadly, I only saw Morbius last week, so I won't be able to put that into my worst films of the year. But you know. It's time oh, it's going to be there. It's going to be there. It's time will come, and we'll talk about Morbius a little bit as well. Um, but look, let's uh, let's catch up on what we've seen most recently. Uh, as always, old and new. I'm really hoping, Ross, you are going to talk about a film that you put on Facebook this morning that you'd watched that is in my worst films of 2022, um, which you have some kind of weird like of. I'm hoping that's oh, the film you're going to talk about. I could be wrong. It's... It's absolutely terrible, but I loved it. Like it's terrible, but it's not the most recent film I've seen. Okay, so we, so, we should, probably, so that we should was, probably touch on it. But. Yeah, well, no, I tell you what, we're touching it on our our because it's in my bottom five. Mm -hmm. Oh proudly. yeah, totally. Um, oh. But we'll we'll touch on it then. So so we'll that came out. In, did that did that not come out in April though, or did it come out in March? Oh, I think it came out in March. Oh, it might oh. have come out a few weeks ago. Yeah, whilst you know what? It might have come out a few weeks. Yeah, whilst you it's tell fairly me recent. Yeah, whilst you tell me what the last film you watched is, I will Google it. Okay, so my most recent, recent film uh, is actually A Violent Man, which you've obviously seen. Is, I remember what, sorry? A, a Violent Man, I believe. Oh, a Violent it. Man, yes. Yeah. Sorry, my hearing's also gone a bit shit at the moment. So, Excellent. Um, if, if I don't <clears> hear you, uh, yes, that, it, it's a combination of bad hearing and everything else. So, A Violent Slick. Man. Yes, Craig Fairbrass in what is a, a very uncomfortable watch yeah it's a really strong prison drama it's entirely from what i can see set in his prison cell which is very cleverly done because you don't feel that and a lot of the time about halfway through i didn't twig it not really yeah through. not really it's it's very well the story is really well told so you're not thinking all the time about where you are if that makes no. sense <clears throat> and I, I think that's very clever considering it's such a dark location it's it's uh it's, I think that's a real um, testament to, to the storytelling. Uh, Ross McCall writes and directs. I think, it's, I think it's his first feature as a director. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really strong. I mean, I like him as an actor anyway, and he seems to be a terribly nice fellow in, in real life. Uh, and um, Craig Fairbrass delivers another knockout performance after a uh, uh, villain and muscle. He's, I mean, look, we, you know, look, we've seen all the Mockney gangster films, but this sort of film does him far more credit as an actor. Uh, yeah. as a performer, as an, as an artist, if I can say that. Um, you've also got sterling support from people like Jason Fleming, Morgan Watkins, Eric Thompson, Ross himself is in it. And uh, I, I think it's great so far. Like, I, I think it's um, it's really strong. I mean, it's yeah. a strong piece of work and uh, not and for it, the faint-hearted. No, absolutely uh, not. My God, I mean, it's... But if you, like, the... if you like things like Stardust and maybe even Bronson, although it's not as showy as Bronson, 
it's definitely got some of that. It's got a bit of startup in it, I think. You know. Yeah, it's great. Um, I I I was genuinely, genuinely blown away by it, and I was like, yeah. I, it's one of those films that you watch and you just kind of go, "Fuck me, man!" That's like that's the that's the promise that Fairbrass had back in the day. I agree, but then again, it looks like he's entering a sort of almost like a decade of aside from some of those other films. He his last three or four, you know, he has had three or four notably good ones in the last yeah. few years, I guess. <laughs> Which is that's really I don't know, I don't know. It's really easy to sound condescending about that, but it's really heartening to be honest. Like it's really encouraging to see that. And some of the Mockley ones have been fine as well, by the way. They're not all terrible. Oh, did, Most of them are terrible. But there's a few that have been very enjoyable. Yeah, the ones that are more action... Well, the ones that are a bit more action-oriented are at least more entertaining. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm glad you watched that, mate. I, I, I really liked it. Um, my We should, but hang on. We should touch on the weekend away. Or we do a special... No, no, we're going to do... It'd be in my bottom five. Right, OK, fine. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry. OK, um, we need an hour on that. Yeah. So uh, my most recent film I've seen was the fan uh, was Fantastic Beasts: The Secret of Dumbledore, which I think is a marked improvement on. I mean, to be fair, anything is a marked improvement on the Crimes of Grindelwald. But um, I have to say, like Jenny and I watched the the two previous ones, and Grindelwald. The first time I watched Grindelwald, I didn't like it very much. Although I loved the ending, I loved the ending in the cinema. Yeah, and I will say, I feel like it stood up better a second time. And the ending is inc- it's really, really good. It's definitely not great. There's definitely, it's too long in the middle. You know, there's some fairly obvious criticisms to level at it. But I think there's actually a lot going on in it, but it's interesting. The thing I've noticed, and I don't know if this is the same in the third part, but it, it may well be from a trailer it is, is it seems like that Eddie Redmayne's character seems to be sort of getting ever more sidelined. Oh my I God. That's, like, I don't know if that's the reality of it, but yeah, it's, yeah, the it second is. one, I mean, it does happen a lot. He, he's in it and he's yeah. definitely the lead, but you right. know, but Jude Law is is in it pretty much almost as much and and, and okay. like Catherine I mean, Watson is cool. not in it. I mean, there's no spoilers. Really? She's okay. not. She's in one scene in the whole film. Oh, I didn't realise that. That's yeah, cool. literally one scene. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I'm excited. We're hopefully going to see it either today or we're hopefully seeing yeah. it midweek. Sort of. We enjoyed it, right? I think, uh, I think it's on par with the first one, which okay, which is okay. I mean, I I've given. That one and this one six out of ten. I think I gave okay. like Crimes of Grindelwald five. So like I didn't hate hate them all, but they are. Have stuck. you seen? Have you only seen it once? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, I, I I'm not in a rush to see it again. It was no, no, no. I get I, I get that. I'd be curious to see what you think. Like I'd be curious to see what you think a second time round. That's what. I might like because it was definitely I definitely liked it, and it might be because I saw it in such close conjunction with the first one this time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I so. Might, um, that's it. Um, so interestingly, I question if they will be. They'll be. They'll finish this trill. This five films. This right. this ends in a way where you could happily walk away from it and say it's a trilogy. Okay, fair enough. Um, and I'd be quite happy for them to finish it here because this is this is basically. You can tell by the fact that Fantastic Beast doesn't even feature, barely features on the poster, right? Right. This is a Harry Potter movie. Dumbledore, um, yeah, right, of course. Dumbledore, right? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it ties up a lot of loose ends. It ties up, um, you know, you could quite happily never see a Fantastic Beast film again. And you I understand. Want to go, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And um, Mads Mikkelsen is absolutely who they should have cast instead of Johnny Depp. Interesting. Because I think that De- I actually think Depp's good at it. I, I really think Depp's I, good at it. I, I, uh, I you mean, know, I've heard the criticism, so I don't see it. So I think he's actually very good. Yeah. I don't have any issues with Johnny Depp as an actor. 
Mm. Um, but Mads Mikkelsen is great. Oh, I'm sure he is. No, no, that's not to take away from Mads. I'm just saying that Mads is great. I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with making him a different person each time. You know what I mean? If you change the actor every time, that's kind of interesting. You know what I mean? Just yeah. as a theme for the villain, there's yeah. nothing wrong with doing that. I think it's just the fact we know he was fired. You know, they literally don't acknowledge it in the film at all. Like, also given given the recent. Well, that's fair enough. Given the recent developments as well, it doesn't seem like it's terribly fair that uh, Depp was hired in the first place. Well, I mean, yeah, but if you look at, like, like Fantastic Beasts, should also be known Fantastic Beasts and the cast and crew of Troublesome People. Because, um, obviously, you've got Ezra Miller, who, you know, by all accounts, Mm -hmm. is a bit of a wrong one. You've got Mm -hmm. J.K. Rowling, who... He has been actually actually arrested now. Yeah, he has actually been arrested. J.K. Rowling, who, by all accounts, is a bit of a wrong one. I have um, to say, I mean, well, let's not get too political. Most of the stuff she tweets, I go, sure. Like, I, and I can feel that she's poking some tigers, sure. But the people who get angry about it, I sort of think it's funny. Uh, sort of. I, sort I, of. I, without yeah, getting too political about it. I, I disagree, sort of think it's but... Yeah, it's fair enough. But she, yeah, so she's troublesome. And then Johnny Depp's obviously troublesome. So... Like they definitely have this unique ability to get involved with people that that probably they shouldn't do. Um, well, look at Colin Farrell for God's sake. <laughs> Not so much now, but in his early days, bloody hell. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he was the uh, he, he was the um, he was the uh, Robert Downey Jr. of the uh, the t- early two thousands and late nineties. Right, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so that that was that was that. Um, just in terms of older film, I've seen. Um, just give me a second because. I, my brain is shall, so I, shall I shall I do my shall I do my older one while we're here then? Yeah, go on. Right. So the most recent older film I saw, which we're not going to talk about, is a long came a spider. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I just want. Right. Just, it's fine. But the most interesting older film I saw though, recently, funnily enough, well, I could pick from two Vigilante, which was amazing from nineteen eighty two. But the one we could talk about briefly more, and it's relevant to what we've just been talking about, is Secret Window, which is a film that I actually love. I think Secret Window is fantastic, and I love the ending. I don't think I've um, seen the it. 2004 uh, Johnny Depp movie uh, with uh, Maria Bello and Timothy Hudson and a few other things. It's a very tired John Turturro, who's fantastic in it. It's a very, very tidy, dark thriller, which has an ending that I very much approve of. Um, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to give it away because it's on Netflix. Really easy to watch. It's like 90 minutes or something. Um, and uh, yeah, I really like how it ends big time. Uh, and uh, and I think Depp's I think Depp's really good in it. Uh, so yeah, I, I, re- I re- if you haven't seen it, I really rate it as a fun. Yeah, two thousand four. I find it, it's like a fun, mischievous, dark movie that ends in a way that I find supremely satisfying. Nice. Well, look, I don't have a lot. Looking back at my, because obviously mm. I was away last week, I didn't really watch any mm. films. So looking, mm. so the last the last old film I saw was Miami Connection, which we spoke about. In the last oh, week. there you go. So we let's talk about that for an hour. Okay. Let's talk about let's talk about Morbius because that oh, was yes. the film I watched the day before Secrets of Dumbledore. Mm. Um, Morbius for me, the best thing I could say for this, and I I don't know how I feel about the film I'm going to reference now because I haven't seen it in a long time. But do you remember Spawn? That was basically also a, the sport. Yeah, a CGI wank fest mm-hmm. of the, the the lowest order, right? This messy kind of didn't know what it wanted to be, just wanted to chuck a load of CGI. Was very much of its time. The CGI was pretty rubbish, and you kind of walked out of it going, "Yeah, what well, was that?" that 
And also, um, although although John Leguizamo as the clown is very good, yes. and also I think Michael Joe White gave a good account of himself too. I, I absolutely think so. Um, but that's about it. But we could but we couldn't really tell from about half. No, but you couldn't really tell. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And and the best way I could describe Morbius is it's like being taken back to the late nineties to a time pre MCU where superhero films looked like Spawn and mm-hmm. Daredevil. And everyone was kind of like... I think, I will say, I think Daredevil's a lot better in comparison these days. I watched it again really a few weeks ago. But no, if you watch the direct... If you've you seen the director's cut, yeah, no, it's no, a lot No, better. I'm not talking about the director's cut. I'm talking about okay, the... Okay, it's a lot better. The original better. cut is just a hot mm. fucking... Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Um, and it, But it's of that era, right? And, and Mobius, for me, was that... It was this, just this kind of like. There was a point where I actually fell asleep. I never fall asleep in the cinema. I fell asleep for like sure. five minutes, and I woke up and I was like, uh, "Part of me just wants to go back to sleep." Um, oh, I, fa- I faced that a couple of times completely. I faced that a couple of times. It's rubbish. So crushingly boring. Yeah, for, for a film where everything is kind of hectically moving along. <laughs> it, but here's here's the funny thing. Um, the first fifteen to twenty minutes, I didn't think were that bad. I, I was a bit surprised. I was a bit like, why is everyone going on about this film? And then you get to the ship. And the... <laughs> but no, but for real, that's exactly where it goes really wrong. Like it really wrong. goes wrong at that point. Yeah, properly yeah. wrong. Um, and it never, ever gets better. It literally just keeps getting worse and worse. If you, Why does like, any film have two scenes with Matt Smith dancing around to himself? Oh. Like, but the, thing, the thing that I was saying to my friends that I saw it with was that I understand Matt Smith now feeling really good about himself and wanting to dance around and you know feel alive but they never explored that idea the idea that morbius finds it a curse and he finds it a gift is interesting you can do stuff with that you can have smith be like in reveling in it and causing mayhem and morbius looking at it as a curse and trying to stop him that's a perfectly valid narrative and it never actually happened you know i'm convinced on on the, on the on what we get here, so I think the film was about a hundred and five minutes, something like hundred minutes or something, which in in normal terms, okay, that's fan, that's fantastic, great. But I feel like the original film would have been about two hours and five or something, like they all are. They drastically pulled out twenty to twenty five minutes of it. I'm convinced that what we saw, some of it must have been reshoots. Like oh, oh, I, would way, su- I would I would suggest. I would, sorry, one second. We'll just only finish. No, I no, suggest at that least twenty okay, Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember that the vulture was in the trailer, right? Uh, no, I didn't remember that. Yeah, I, the vulture, I saw, I saw the, yeah, Michael was actually in the trailer. In the trailer. He's in the film, meant to be in the but film. Was, but was that was the no. stuff in the trailer from the two seats? It's totally different material. I, no, I, from what I understand, because I didn't stay around and watch the end credit sequence. I was like, fuck. There's, two, there's actually two. There's actually two with Michael Keaton. Um, and no, I'm pretty sure he's meant to be in the film. Okay. From what I've read. Fair enough. Well, he had, he had two scenes, uh, but in a, in a pre post oh, no one of which one of which you don't see that. his face, one of which you don't see his face, and it's just his ADR. Um, and it does. And by the way, the two scenes make no sense. What? Well, one scene kind of makes sense. It, 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 literally, you didn't miss anything at all. Um, I'm convinced that twenty percent of it was reached a minimum twenty percent and there was so much ADR in so many scenes yeah. that you just couldn't. There were whole scenes where it was just. It would cut to someone listening while the other person talks, cut to the other person, and they've just clearly just redone the diet just to make it make some kind of sense. And it still makes no 
yeah. sense. It, there's a lot None. of all over the Zero. shoulder. Here's a few. Here's a few dialogue, questions, right? right? Here's a, here's a few questions about one character, right? For anyone listening, just because it tickled us, Jared Harris in the beginning of the movie is a guy who looks after him in like a hospital, like a, like a like a hospice, right? Yeah, he's like kind the kindly old man or older man who's like looking after these two kids, one of whom couldn't act to save them. I thought the young uh, Jared was fine, but the young Lucian. And by the way, Lucian, why does everyone keep calling him Milo? I get it why Jared Leto calls him Milo because it's some weird joke. Everyone else calls Lucian Milo. And at some point, at no point does Matt Smith go, my name's fucking Lucian. Why does everyone keep doing this? But that's a tiny point. In, in the beginning of the film, Jared Harris is the man who looks after them. Then somehow he's the one awarding Jared Leto the, what was it, the Pulitzer or the, no, the, the no, Nobel Prize? Nobel Peace Prize. Why is he doing it? Because it's never explained. If it turns out he's some, a scientist. And later on, he's a scientist who works in... The, uh, the safe now now it's conceivable now it's conceivable it's conceivable that Jared Leto's character hired him into the organization right it's perfectly because he was very good at looking after them but none of it not a moment of it is explained not once not ever no explanation whatsoever so is Jared Le- is Jared Harris and also two Jareds is too much for one movie way oh, too mean, much for one movie two Jareds you can't honestly like, stop it. Like, I love Jared Harris by the way but what is going on here I'm um, guessing you've. you've that's probably... one character. That's yeah. one character. I, I'm guessing you probably don't listen to Kermode on film podcasts. He's, he's Not anymore. I used to. And, and, oh, he, and um, they they touched on 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 Jared Leto, and they said that 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 like from now on they're going to have a Leto veto because he's right. like such a bad actor that they just don't want to talk about him anymore. I mean, he was he was he was like he was just about he was barely acceptable in the scenes that made sense. In the scenes that made sense, in the scenes he made, well, I mean, barely acceptable. I don't mean good. I just mean, okay, I understand I him. Between it's this, all terrible. It's between all terrible. this and his frankly ridiculous performance in um, House of Gucci. I love that, though. I actually... I, oh, my I, God. Have you listened to the real guy that he played? No, no, I don't care. The real guy that he played is they played it. I think they played it on Kermode and Mayo. The real guy, right. there's an interview with him, and he just he just talks normal. Of like, course he does. He's just normal. He but for some reason, Jared Leto turned into it's Malia. A it's a me, a Jared. <laughs> I know. But do you know what? Honestly, I say I stand by it. I think it's hilarious. I think it was all hilarious and funny. And also tragic at the end, like those pathos at the end. Now, I know yeah, it's I ridiculous. Mean, the performance was still I know, exa- <laughs> I know exactly. No, I don't. I don't agree. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't oh, I think it's, 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 completely, but it's, it's completely out of place, but I love it. I, no, but that's it. It's like in that movie. Love it. It's like it's like he suddenly took over from Bob Hoskins in the Mario. Sure, absolutely. It's well, me, right, Jared he did Leto. A better, he did a better Mario because Bob Hoskins just did a New York accent. So I don't know. But look, regardless, oh God, I wish Bob Hoskins that, had done that. Regardless he, he, of that, Bob Hoskins. The moment, the moment any kind of action happened, you couldn't tell what was happening at all. Like it was like Transformers. The movies. action was the moment terrible. Any, you, you couldn't see. You didn't see any action. That didn't exist. You didn't see action. But but then also the female lead. I just I I feel sorry for her because she, she didn't have anything to do. Right, have anything actually. to do. She was fine, but she had nothing to do. That moment at the end where you realise she's now a vampire, but that doesn't make any sense because this is not Dracula. These are not vampires made from other vampires. These are, these right. are vampires. Not that it, look, not that I care about reality or particularly logic. These are vampires who are created from a serum 
that they inject into themselves. Oh, by the way, there's no reason. There's no reason. I guess you can say because it's in his saliva now. No, no, but, it, but by the they way, never explain. They never explain no. it. And if that they was the case, if that was the case, then there'd be loads of other vampires in this. There'd movie. be others. Yes, there'd be plenty. Exactly. Although so, I suppose, I suppose, if we're doing some work for the film, Smith drained them all of all their blood, so they're basically dead. There, there's it, kind of that, but. But it's absolutely wank. This film is absolute wank. And absolute the CGI wank. of... It's awful. It's awful. All of it. All of the, it. The CGI vampire makeup. Tom Savini is turning in his fucking grave. Oh, well, I'm sure. It. Uh, it's awful. It's awful. Absolutely awful. Um, it never yeah. looks... Nothing looks. Nothing in the movie looks real. No. Nothing looks... Oh, and also the whole point of, like, Jared Leto acting with crutches... And apparently he insisted, did you hear about this thing where he insisted on acting on the crutches like the whole time between takes to the point where he would do it if he, if he needed a bathroom break. Apparently he would walk, take ages walking to the bathroom on the crutches, take like 20 minutes out or, you know, like oh, to, the, to, the point, to the point where apparently someone had to be um, on standby with a wheelchair so they could wheelchair him. To, assuming this is true. I don't know if it's oh, true. Oh, no, it's going to be true. Right, this is the guy that sent rats. And you kind of go, right, right. Right, Not that yeah. he didn't send them, Ross. The no, Joker no, the sent Joker them. Joker sent them. Yeah, exactly. So, the so the, the idea, the player. idea that they had someone, the idea that they had someone with a wheel. If this is true, a wheelchair, like for oh, no, someone I, who is who I, is able bodied, who is able body, yeah, who is able body, is is. I mean, if there was ever a time when someone should walk up to and say, "Grow up, prick, go to the toilet, and get back here," you're you're costing everyone money. Like, and dare I say it, and I, again, this shouldn't even be relevant, but doing all that shit for this film. <laughs> yeah. On this yeah. film. Not, not on, not, not like on the, not, not like Born on the 4th of July. No, or not, Raging, you know, not Raging Bull, Raging right? Bull like, or whatever, whatever. On Morbius. Yeah, on like Morbius. Actually, not even suicides, but Morbius. Can you imagine? It's like, like you are a method actor. Causing trouble on a causing set Causing trouble of on a that. movie. And that movie is Morbius. I That's mean, what I mean. How fucking out- like for the sake of your for the sake of your creative Craft. process. Yeah, exactly. And, and let's be honest, you could turn Absolute up to Morbius blank. an hour before filming. You mm, don't need if. any makeup because they're going to CGI it all. You don't need to know a script because, let's face it, there probably wasn't one. I presume they changed it all the day. I mean, it's, no. you don't need to be method for this film. You don't um, need to do anything. I mean, look, if we were doing quarter, quarter one roundup, if we were doing like quarter two roundup, Morbius would be my worst film of the year. It probably is right now. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Ambulance comes pretty close. Oh, so I've not Holy seen that yet. I, I don't want to talk about Holy shit. No, no, go, go see it. Yeah, you will have done, but it's from idiots, trust me. But no, trust, I've trust me. people I like. Doesn't matter, trust me. It's all bullshit. If you're able to stay awake in this film, I would be gobsmacked. Um, on the subject of staying it's awake, it's, there's fun stuff in it, but it is it's two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, it's based it on like a ninety minute like, film as well. It, yeah, which I'd like to see. I'd like to see if you enjoy a Danish movie. And the idea is fine, and there's some fine people in it, and there's stuff. You know, it's, it's if it if it had been a hundred minutes, I'd go yeah, sure. Two hours twenty minutes is it's absolutely heard. absurd. And can I just say, comfortably, comfortably 40% of the, I'm not kidding, comfortably 40% of the runtime is shots of the ambulance being chased by police cars, which sounds great, which sounds great. Michael Bay movies, right? Right. So, so 
at least twice, and I may have missed some more. They absolutely ref they reference Michael, not just reference them. They say, "Have you have you ever seen Bad Boys? Have you ever seen a, a rock like that's actually in there?" And keep an eye out because I'm fairly sure I'm right in saying that Michael Bay plays a cop in a couple of scenes as well. Oh God, he's gone completely insane. Well, it's insane. Which in some ways, like in some ways, if someone just said that to me, I'd be like, I've got to see this. Fucking hell, that's it. Like I want Michael it's Bay. Absolutely awful. It's I want awful. Michael Bay to do. I am now convinced that Michael Bay needs full creative control on a five-hour action film. Well, what, let, I'd love to, basic, you know, honestly, on, on, I'd like to see on, a show. I'd like to see a show. I'd like to do a show. Hold on, a five-hour action film that brings together the entire Bay universe. Right, the Bay. You mean the Bayverse? The Bayverse, yeah. So it's Transformers meets Bad Boys meets The Rock meets ambulance, meets pain and gain, meets all these things, and it just comes together in a massive Avengers style five hour Michael Bay wank fest. Who Pretty wouldn't good. want to see that, Ross? I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd watch that. I'd watch it in the IMAX. As long as they have the magnetic secrets from Six Underground again, but it goes on for an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Just but that I, I, I would, I would so watch angry. That in, I'd watch that in the BFI IMAX, and I swear to God, you'd come out of that a changed person. Yes. <laughs> I mean, much, much stupider person. Dude. Probably, yeah, probably scarred for life. Cool. Look, I just want to touch on something before we get onto top and bottoms, right? Because um, some sad news broke this morning just before we started filming. No. Gilbert Gottfried passed away. I know. That was very, very, very sad. Very I, sad. I, it pains me to think that someone that, that was that talented <clears throat> and that kind of ignored by mainstream for the most ignored, part. but also he what i loved about him was he ignored i mean he, it's he ignored one of the, the mainstream. He, yeah well he ignored the mainstream. he ignored any nonsense about wokeness or anything like that he was the one who i mean like, listen right or wrong the 9 11 joke he did on oh the my day God. the day but, was it the day after it was the day the or it day. might be the day after within 24 hours he beat he beat joan rivers who did yeah. one, like 24 hours as well yeah and and listen, I don't know if that's an accolade or not, but you we need comedians like him. We really do. I'm not I can't stress this enough, but there aren't enough people because they're all scared now. Yeah. They're all oh, scared. Everyone's he scared. was never he but he was never scared. He There's... was never scared. You shouldn't be scared to be transgressive as a comedian. No. And you fact, just shouldn't be scared into it at all. In fact, it's part of like I genuinely weep for comedy now because we've gone from we've gone from Richard Pryor, Lenny Bruce, mm-hmm. Bill Hicks, these yeah. Gilbert Godfrey, Carlin, 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 all these people, right? That were listen, even even Louis C.K. Although he's bad, no, even mate. I'm sorry, I have this thing, this whole Louis C.K. thing, right? Like mm. I get the Me Too thing, and it's absolutely sure, of course. right. He asked, and I know there's a power dynamic thing, but you know, he's kind of like he won a Grammy last week as well, which really muddies the water. For oh, I didn't comedy. know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. He won a Grammy. I, I, for his, best his last two shows have been brilliant. And he so, listen, he addressed he addresses the issue. You know, yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't defend it doesn't it doesn't <clears throat> uh, defend anything that he did. And I would never uh, what's the word condone anything that he did by no. any means. But he did ask for permission, he, though. <laughs> I mean, no, well, yeah, but look. 
Yeah, yeah, look. Okay, fine. But you know what I'm getting at. Like, he's one of our... Yes, but that's, that's fine too. That's fine too. He, he is one of the few, in terms of people who are out there, who people actually like overall. <laughs> like, but it's still pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah. Even... even you, you have like, to. Oh, it's like, all over. It's all over. Otherwise. Yes. I mean, I, th- I respect the fact that Stanhope has remained criminally underappreciated because mm. he won't play the game and Stan I have to say, I have, I've had to stop following his stuff because he was genuinely making me depressed oh he, yeah he, I mean, I'm not joking he's genuinely made he was genuinely I stopped listening to his depressed. podcast about five years yeah ago. I had the same because I because I was it was all this stuff in hotels which initially I was really into and I, I was like he's it sounds like a weird thing and very it's, maybe it's self-obsessive on my part but his stuff was genuinely getting me down yeah, no, no, really, I, really making me very go to some very strange places. Although I listened to an interview with him recently on the Comedy mm. Store podcast, and it was brilliant. Mm. Um, yeah. really, really I'd love to see him live again. I'd love to see him yeah. set again for well, sure. Well, he comes to sure. London, we'll have to go. Sure, see. let's do it. Let's Stan do it. Hope, yeah, yeah. Stanhope is proper. Like my favorite. Yeah, I remember my favorite Stanhope joke, and it's not a joke, and it's not something you should laugh at. But it was a time where his mum was dying. God, and yeah. every day on stage, every evening on stage, he'd stop the show, phone his mum to check she was still alive. Right. You know, mm. that's pretty transgressive, right? Like, that's yeah. a comedian pushing the edge. And, that, yeah. And, and were, you, were, you, exactly that. were you with me? Were you with me? Because I saw him do a thing. Uh, unless I'm, correct me if I'm getting my crossing any wires here. I'm sure that you and I saw him. Or it might I have been someone we, else. Though. No, I think we I, did. I think, Van, was uh, yes, we did. 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 Or was it someone that might be with Matt? I don't remember. It was, it was no, someone think, else. Was it yeah, like no, Matt? I saw him with Andrew. But yeah, I think you might be right. I think maybe we right. did. Right. So, and was there a, a bit where he said how he came to London and London was really getting him down because there was a situation that happened and he was walking around London trying to get inspired and he was just getting, he was feeling worse and worse. Yeah, is it that? Am I thinking? Yeah, yeah. That and was it was it. like, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying the, the, the meat of what he was talking about, but it was like funny and bleak and upset, and you really felt for him. And he told some jokes as well, but it was like it was a really interesting piece about he's, how he's he was wondering. hoping that London would have, London would have, yeah, I don't know, affected him in a better way, and he was, he was just getting making him feel worse and worse. He's one of those it was fascinating. That- that is funny, but also you kind of you. I've I, I think that thing about you being depressed listening to him is because I I've developed an emotional attachment with him to the yeah. point where he, like he's someone that I feel like I know really well, and therefore someone that I can't hang around with too much because yeah yeah. Um, by the way, the Gilbert Godfrey thing it was a couple of weeks after nine eleven. Oh was my Rivers bad, my first. bad. And the joke oh, was bad. it was on the roast of Hugh Hefner. Yes, um, yes. And the joke was, I have to leave early tonight. I have a flight to California. I can't get a direct flight. They say it has to stop at the Empire State Building first. God. <laughs> and I'm imagining it in his voice. In his yeah, voice. I know, and, that's it. You, and you imagine it with his voice. Gilbert Gottfried, I mean, not only did he have a killer role in Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop 2. That's what I, when I posted, I was like... I got something in this hand. And we, in this hand. And it makes you forget about this thing in this, this hand. This like, thing in this hand. And, and at that point, he must be? have been in his... What would he have been? 30 at that point? I don't quite know how old he was, but like, I mean, he was 67 now. So, like... But he looks—he well, looks super young now. Like if you watch yeah. it now, he looks like he's twenty-four or something. Yeah, yeah. I'd always he's, thought he was old. <laughs> he, but he's like dynamite in that role. 
He's yeah. dynamite in it. He, he comes out of nowhere. He comes out of nowhere. Yes, he does. He comes out of absolutely nowhere in that movie and kills. Yeah. For two, like for two minutes, he kills. And then he's he, gone. And it's just fucking amazing. Such an underappreciated talent. And mm. I genuinely recommend if you have... Oh, have you seen the documentary? You talked about the documentary, Gilbert. Uh, no, I've not have seen it. Oh, t- two years ago, I think. Oh. Yeah, you should definitely watch that. Um, and also, if you if you want to see something that, that that has Stan Hope and a load of transgressive comedians, watch The Aristocrats, not of the course. movie. No, <laughs> and the also don't get too confused. No, um, because it's an amazing, it's an amazing. But my that... favourite version of the joke is the Sophisticates. Yes, the Sophisticates is the best version in my opinion. It's yeah. such a funny film, and it, the premise is all about like this joke, this punchline that comedians use in but backwards. To get, and everyone has a different joke to get to the yeah. same punchline. And yeah. the punchline is literally, and they're called the aristocrats. Yeah. And that's it's it. Genius. That's the punchline, right? But the joke is just, and it's got like so many good comedians in that film talking about their process and the joke and their own vote. I think Billy Connolly's in it. Um, yeah, everyone. Robin, Robin, William, Robin Williams, Robin Williams, I think. Robin Williams, Stan Hope. Um, yeah, they're all in it, I think. You know, um, I think maybe even Joan Rivers, I think maybe is in it as well. There are even comedians, there are even comedians talking about other comedians' versions of it and things like that. Yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's genuinely one of my, I think it's genuinely one of the best films ever made about the art of comedy. Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I want to watch it again now. I know, I've just put it on a list to watch. Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. um, that is a very, very small pool of films made about the art of comedy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very small pool. Right, look, let's not let's not dwell. Uh, by the way, um, I still have to watch Empire Records this week because I missed it last week for. Oh, uh, same. Day. I wasn't sure if I should do it now because I missed. It. I've I've actually put Rex Manning Day in my calendar. I couldn't believe I have it's well. on the eighth. Yeah, it's the eighth, isn't it? It's the eighth of April. By the way, if you miss, don't know, eighth of April every year is Rex Manning Day. So you don't good. know what that Rex Manning so Day good, is. You need to look watch it up. Empire Records, not the director's cut. Oh, they're both good. The director's cut's a bit long and a bit undisciplined for me. I like the original yeah. because it's really tight. Lean, lean yeah, you are right. It's a very lean the film. Pagli is great. The Pagli is great. And I met, I met him. So happy. I met him. Liv, so, happy. Oh, so jealous. And Liv Tyler yeah. is just yeah. adorable. They're all great. And fucking Ethan Embry is killer in it. Yeah. And, and um, um, Ethan Embry actually liked a post of mine two years ago oh. on Rex Manning Day and it literally made my life. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, oh, amazing. Right, look, let's do the bottom films of the year, Ross. Let's do the worst films of the year. We'll, we'll go for Well, first, first, quarter, first quarter, January to March. Yeah, first quarter. So up to up to the end of March. March, um, March thankfully, weekend. the weekend away did come out in March, so that can happily be on my list. Um, let, let's do the usual bottom five punt rule in effect. Um, I'm going to kick off a film that started off the year, 1st of April, uh, 1st of January. I know you like this film. I thought it was fucking atrocious. Uh, Licorice Pizza. Oh, damn. It's, it's actually, it's in my top 10 right now, but it's not uh, top five. And it probably won't be in my top 10 by the end of the year. Um, okay, my number five is also in my top 10, but it's not in my top five yet. It's Moonfall. <laughs> but, it, but it is, It's. I had to put it in my top five worst because it is, one of my favourite films of the year. But it is also one of the most gloriously worst it films is, of the year. It is the best, most entertaining film I've watched it's this year. It's fucking wonderful. It's wonderful. By a fucking 
but it's also one of the worst <laughs> yeah, it's also one of the worst um it makes michael bay films look disciplined um number four on my list is uh the weekend away oh okay all right well we can talk about it um <laughs> such a I, mess. I, I really want a sequel like i, I just so it's bad. so bad it's so i was trying to picture by the end of it i was trying to picture imagine being a woman i mean imagine being a woman <laughs> who's who's just given birth she's just given birth like what a few months or how, how was the baby six mm. months old or something but yeah in theory she's just given birth she finds out in no particular these are all in the wrong order but she finds out that her well I'll, I'll try and do it roughly in order she goes to meet her friend in croatia who's having a holiday who's just got divorced from her they're both, they're both married to english husbands so they're both yeah. in england and her friend is english but she's american but somehow she met her in university i think i don't know that's a bit weird but <laughs> but imagine being a woman who goes on holiday for a weekend to croatia for a friend who's getting divorced who's putting it on her husband's credit card and the husband doesn't know that they're using the credit card then hang on then, she, then your best friend tries to get you drunk and spike your drink like she keeps saying water keeps you a gin and tonic so imagine being a woman who doesn't know the difference between drinking water and a gin and tonic that's kind of weird because <laughs> she gives the gin and tonics initially it wasn't she doesn't just spike her drinks later on she spikes her drinks imagine being a best you bet your best friend is trying to get you to fuck a guy who it turns out to be an escort but you keep telling your best friend i don't want to drink alcohol and i don't want to have you know i don't want to sleep around i don't want to you know i don't want to cheat on my husband but your best friend your best friend keeps trying to get you laid with someone then imagine waking up after a blackout night realizing you've had your drink spiked and that you might have been raped and that your friend has gone missing and then your friend turns up dead but the police don't make any official report about it about any of it and then <laughs> imagine that you're in an airbnb and that the airbnb owner films everybody in it <clears throat> and uh, including like you and everything else and <laughs> knows that you're not guilty of the murder but doesn't tell anyone and then imagine that you accidentally nearly kill that person because their head smashes on a, a coffee table or something and then imagine but you realise that the policeman who took, who's supposed to be taking these reports, who doesn't file reports, and the police know he doesn't file reports, and lets him deal with tourists, even though he was accused of sexual assault of some sex workers, but they couldn't prove it, or, or they don't want to prove it. So I then imagine you're being chased by the police, and that you push this corrupt policeman off of a tower, killing him, but you don't get arrested. And then... You get to walk away. You, and then you get to walk away, and then you find out that your husband was the actual killer. So the policeman didn't do the killing. <laughs> and imagine you find out that the husband was the killer because the husband was cheating on you with your best friend. That is a busy weekend. That's a, <laughs> that's a very heavy weekend to deal with. I, I genuinely... Oh, oh, oh I better imagine, I better imagine you can dispatch a killer, your killer husband, with a single knee to the nuts. Does it's it? It's insane, doesn't it? Totally takes it down. It's the best film I've seen. It's, I mean, it is. It's, it's fucking amazing. It's it a deadly mile high club. It is, it on is a budget. Amazing. 
she's such she, the character is so like it's, everybody who is distrustful she believes like she believes yeah. everybody who, who, who are like her. I mean, it is a work I, of art. I think you could convince. I think you could convince her to kill herself. I think you could. I think, I think, I think you could convince, her, I, convince I, 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 I think you could. Um, right. Well, look, that was my number four. What was your number four? <laughs> my number four is Never Back Down Revolt, which I don't want to talk about. Never Back Down Revolt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my number four is um, uh, the the very very fucking overrated Guillermo del Toro film Nightmare. Oh, Punt. But also we didn't but also film. we haven't but dude, we haven't talked enough about the weekend away. No, we really have. <laughs> um I think you just summed it up. Uh your number uh three? It's for three five five. Ah, punt. Okay, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> my, number, my number two is black light. Oh, I didn't even put it on there because I hadn't finished what because I never finished watching it. <laughs> But it's, it is absolutely terrible. It's easily in my bottom ten for sure because I, I just one of the most boring films, and I've I still a- don't know absolutely terrible wherever they shot it. I don't know what city it was, but it looks fucking yeah. like Washington DC. It doesn't look um, like anything at all. Your number two is my number two is the Commando, the Michael J. White, Mickey Rourke thing that is unwatchable. Okay. It's unwatchable. Uh, so that makes my number one the three five five, and your number one mm. Nightmare Alley. Correct, yes. Now, the Nightmare Alley and 355 are interchangeable. The difference being is that the reason why Nightmare Alley for me is at number one is it's it. The 355 was never going to be any good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just wasn't ever going to be any good. Whereas, but there's even some redeeming feet like the cast aren't terrible, but it's just lousy. Nightmare Alley, did it win Oscars? It definitely uh... got nominated for Oscars. Did it win Oscars? I don't know, but it was, but it was, um, but it was nominated for Oscars. Yes, and that is, and that is because I guess Guillermo del Toro is an Oscar-nominated director now. I don't know, yeah. and I love it. I listen, I'm. I know. I don't. That, I think that film is overrated. That, no, but I like. I like his genre. I look. I like Blade Two. I like Hellboy films. Really. I like some of yep. his stuff. And that's significantly. it. That's Pan fine. Overrated. Right, but it's. Yes, it is. Although I think it does work as a solid fantasy film. Like it's, it's he's, solid. He's, he's it's... not doing it. He's not doing it. What I'm saying is, most films to me, there's nothing wrong with those films. No, there Nightmare was... Alley was boring, tedious, load of claptrap and predictable. That, that goes nowhere. Yes, predictable. Goes nowhere. Runs <laughs> way too long for what it is. It's a, there are merits it's like to it. It's well made. Hours long. It's, it's awful. Boring. It's awful. It's it's awful. As in, it just shouldn't. It, it to me, it's like a noble failure. Yeah. Right. Like, like, there's plenty of good intent. There's good. No one. I. I don't think anyone particularly in it is doing anything wrong or anything like that. It's way too long for what it is. It's certainly aside from if you want to say things like production design. I don't see why it'd be nominated for anything. I don't. I don't know why it'd be nominated for film director. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, some of the technical stuff, production design. Sure, sure, fine. Okay, good. But the rest of it, absolutely not. And at the moment, that's why it's the worst film for me yep. because to me it's the most egreg- it's the most egregious one in terms of a big movie in terms of a big yeah. movie no, 355 is just lousy it's just lousy but fine. I, I 100% agree um right let's jump into the best films of the year let's be a bit more positive yep. I've got sure. I want to call yeah. six here because even though I said best five um I've got one well why I don't think. we do why don't we why don't we do our our, um, our honorable because I've done like my favorite ten so why don't we just go for four or five below it well okay so my honorable mentions are yeah. X. Yep. Pumped. Only just outside though. Um a, a documentary called Downfall. 
Um, the oh, case of yes. Boeing. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about Very it. Very interesting. A film that you you turned off called Fresh. Yes, yeah, so and listen, I it, we know why I turned it off. It's yep. not that it's a bad film at all. And another documentary called Trust No One: The Hunt for the Crypto King. Oh, I saw that. Is that a documentary or is that yes. a film? Because yes, Netflix presents it as almost to be like it's like a, a thriller or something. Yeah, no, no, it's a documentary. It's it's really interesting. Uh, really interesting. Really interesting. Now, it just briefly on the crypto side of things because it's one of the biggest scams of all time, which no one seems to appreciate. If if you go on YouTube, there's a guy called Dan Olson. He does a thing called folding ideas or yep. foldable ideas. If you look up a video called Line Goes Up, if you're interested in crypto at all, it's a long video but it will tell you all about what a total load of fucking bullshit all of that is. And, and, and it will tell you, by the way, this is not a conspiracy video. He's, he is a, he, conspiracy. He's but he's not that guy at all. Cause you know, it's really easy to do that. And then they're doing this and they're doing it. No, no, it, it's, uh, it's very much worth your while watching it. It is very hard to follow in terms of the, the jargon, but it's, um, it will just make you go, anyone who invested in crypto, who didn't do it, you know, early, early, you're an idiot. Like, as in, as yeah, in, you shouldn't if you didn't do it early, yeah. early, you're a moron. Yeah, because you're, you're the ones, they're the ones who are going to make the money, and then you're done. And, and I know it's easy for me to say that with hindsight and all that shite, but look at all the crypto adverts. Look at all of them. If you look at the tube, if you've got the tube in London and you see, have you heard about Zagot or whatever? And then everything on the advert says, don't invest in crypto. Don't, don't do yeah. it. Everything. Everything says, anyway. don't do it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you like that, because I would like to check that doc out. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Check so out Line Goes Up. Also, Rands. So my also Rands are roughly in order: Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. This, this is just because of this is just because of what I've watched. This isn't. They're not going to be in the top ten by the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, Moonfall, which may be number one by the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, Licorice Pizza, although I know it won't be in my top ten at the end of the year. Uh, Death on the Nile again. It will end up being God. something or whether. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it, but it's it's just because of the films I've watched. This is yeah, to do with. Like, yeah, I think it's, I get that. it's just simply like, you know potentials. <laughs> uh, and then and then my number six at the moment is the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Okay, which, I, um, I, I kind of I'm very mixed on it, but there's definitely good in it. I think Jenny said she watched it again and really liked it more, and that's fair enough as well. So that's there's a lot to like in it. It's yes, it is. Oh uh, wait, is it? No, it's not yes, talking. I'm thinking of the other one. No, you're thinking you're right. of uh, being for Ricardo's. Yes, I get very confused. Right, cool. Yeah, well, number five, um, yeah. My mine is quite a documentary heavy list actually at the moment. Okay. Um, yeah. My number five is a documentary we talked about on this podcast called Bisping about. Oh yes. Is it really, <clears> really that good? Because I will. I will try watch. I it. genuinely, I genuinely loved it. I thought it was a very honest look. I mean, I don't think it'll be in my top five by the end of the year. Um, okay. But it was a genuinely honest look at someone who is a, I think, a really... Do you know what? As I'm saying that now, though, as I'm saying this, I'm going to be a bit controversial. And on the fly, I'm moving Bisping into my also-rans. Okay. I'm going to move X up to my number five. Interesting. Pumped. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so your number five is? My number five is I Want You Back. It probably I won't be in back. my top ten. Yeah, it probably won't be in my top 10, but I mean, it's the, the Charlie Day film on Amazon, the rom-com thing with Jenny Slate. Oh, it's, yes, yes, yes and, yes. and again, this is this is simply because of the films I've watched in the first three months. I really like it. Like, it's definitely in my... It would it would probably be my also answer simply because 
simply because it really just does everything right. Like eventually it might just not even be there, you know, but yeah. I, I really like it. It's charming. It's got heart. It's a rom-com with, with at least some interesting ideas, you know, uh, and it absolutely will never, I don't think it would ever bore you. I think you just watch it and, and enjoy it. You know? um, there you go. Nice. Uh, my number four is Scream. Same. Ah! Same. That's exactly good right. Film. It's a good film. Yeah. Again, really will it be in my top five by the end of the year? Hopefully not, because hopefully there'll be better films. But Scream I know did what you're saying. exactly what it needed to do. I feel like it would still, at this point, maybe still be in my top ten. Mm. In terms of in terms of being a fresh take and doing everything really well, it, it was you're good. right. It actually, I mean, it may end up just being an honourable mention or whatever, but it really did. It does the job, which so few yep. films do at the moment. Uh, my number three is a film that you turned me on to. Um, mm. Is a film called Boiling Point. Oh, I, I thought it was last year. I think it came out this year. I think you I saw think it at it a festival last year. I did, but I feel like it came out last year because that would be my top five immediately uh, if it 20, wasn't. Uh, release. Okay, 7th of January. Oh, fuck me, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that'll go. It's because I watched it last year rather than yeah, watching yeah, yeah. it this year. Festival oh, what do I, what, shit now, 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 what do I do with that? Because <laughs> it is absolutely one of the best films of the year. Have it as your number 3.5. I need to sort of do like a bracket or something. <laughs> no, because, because no, because for real, because I I didn't watch it this year. Yeah, um, so so... it's absolutely one of the one of the I'll put watch loss so I can at least yeah yeah because I'll watch it because I, I Jenny wants to watch it so I'll um, we'll, we'll watch brilliant. it. I'll, I'll, it's, it's it will absolutely be my top ten. Yes, yeah, it's, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's um, I love it. One take it. shot, restaurant movie. Stephen Graham, say no more. Brilliantly, act, brilliantly acted. I, I, I loved it. I, oh, I'm really chuffed you like it. So it's good. Uh, your number three. So my number three is the Batman. Punt. Mm. My number two is Jackass Forever. Ah, punt. <laughs> <laughs> so your number two is? My number two is X. I think we've just had a delivery. Everyone moment. Basically, seconds. we're pretty aligned on this, aren't we? Oh, sorry, my um, number two. Sorry, my number two is... X. Did I just say that? You just say that. That's fine. X is great. Um, I'm, the more I think about it, the more I like it. I think I think it's very likely that X will stay at least in my top ten. Yeah. For the year, I, I really do. I, unless something comes along, it, because again, it's one of those films that does everything it's supposed to do. It is a wonderful sort of. I don't think retro is the wrong word, but it 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 does all of the period stuff really well. It does all the period slasher stuff like all the stuff it does that people talk about the texas chainsaw massacre doing the original texas chainsaw massacre i prefer in x and i know that, that kind of makes me in a minority because for some reason texas chainsaw has never really like the original film i mean i've just for some reason it's just always where you go Ugh. except for i appreciate what it did for the genre and it has moments that i think are great in it of course but i just yeah, just look, not. I think for some reason it's just not what I go back to ever. No, we discussed that a lot, and I, I yeah. kind of with you. Like, I'm a fan of those kind of horrors, but I think whilst Texas Chainsaw Massacre was great and and influential, I, I you know, give me Evil Dead any day of the week. Same, yeah, exactly. Or even dare I say <laughs> Halloween on the other side of it, or yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's just for whatever reason, it just you know. Uh, so sorry. Um, so so my number two. Yeah, yeah so, X, so, so, X, so, X, so which makes my number one um, the Batman and your number one mm -hmm. Jackass Forever. Um, I don't correct, even say too correct. much about the Batman. I just no. thought it was great, and I'm yeah, desperate. And I can't wait till it comes out on streaming in a couple of weeks. So I can watch it again. I'm I am excited to watch it again, and I like I know I, know I have my criticisms and stuff. 
it's absolutely very strong regardless you know and it's um in fact i think all of our top fives are interesting titles yeah i think it's a really interesting mix uh jackass forever for me is just it was the experience as well <laughs> it's so good. being the cinema for it was just it was, and I it had was the same a relief you, right? it was, it was like, yeah it was like a relief afterwards it was like it was like a, yeah. a cathartic <clears throat> i <clears throat> i could not have predicted how much i would laugh i just couldn't i just couldn't but the way it triggered me in, in in terms of my my laughing side of thing whatever word that whatever the appropriate phrases the way it triggered my laughter and then kept building that was it was a roller coaster in the best way and it has Considering how cruel it can be to its participants, I actually genuinely feel like it's got a good heart. Weirdly, oh my god, it was like, beautiful. Considering it's about publishing, a... considering it's about publishing them, sort of thing. Yeah, you know, it's like it, it's got a good heart. It's also about acceptance and about yeah, absolutely. In a way about love, I think that's true. I think that's why, why I'm saying a good heart. There's something, and we know there's, there was some politics involved with certain cast members coming not coming back and and all sorts of things. We know there was stuff going on. But by the, the way, the, on, the, finished, the finished product though is just yeah on, it's on Jackass. I I'm kind of I've always had this. So I've been a a a kind of um, lapsed wrestling fan for years, right? I've not sure. not really followed wrestling, but I've kind of got back into it recently for various reasons. Anyway, yeah. at WrestleMania this year, um, Johnny Knoxville had a match with a wrestler at WrestleMania that involved pretty much the entire Jackass cast and a giant wow. mousetrap. Right. <laughs> and people are saying it was probably one of the best matches, best things at the whole event. It's wow. worth checking out just for the Jackass nature of, of it. It's brilliant. It's so, it just makes you smile. because it, it takes something that's stupid in, in its inherent stupidness in pro wrestling and then puts and then puts jackass with it and you just kind of go well i mean that couldn't help but work really i mean you you get right. bowling balls to the knackers you get um you know all of this stuff it was a work of genius amazing so i highly recommend checking that out uh ross where can people find out more about you my friend oh yes on all the social things i'm at ross boyesque please also look up at evo films uk uh for evolutionary films and also at vengeance film uk uh for the uh action film franchise that i write and direct and things cool and www ross and phil talk movies for more about the podcast uh and you can find me on various social medias as well look um it's been great catching up on this i think next time out we'll try and finally get to the boy asks um and <laughs> oscars uh their usual um uh, refusal to put action in there um and and you know i obviously will be uh standing on stage ready for ross to come up and give me a good slap <laughs> not, not way, too soon not too soon <laughs> gilbert godfrey's last uh thing he tweeted out um was something along the lines of what's the bigger crime will uh, chris rock telling a joke or will smith slapping him in the face <laughs> well well one of them is an actual crime so yeah, one of them is an actual crime yeah exactly uh will smith got 10 year ban from the oscars yeah who cares i'm not it's sure if that's a punishment or a reward yeah means it doesn't have to come out wasn't it didn't wasn't there a thing am i getting this wrong did al pacino because he didn't attend is it true that al pacino just went i forgot <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> i'm serious i'm serious i'm serious i'm not joking at all oh my god i'm gonna have to go wanna... al pacino forgot Oscars. 
Al Pacino confirms. Al Pacino confirms he forgot to attend the Oscars. (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) Oh my god. I literally because I thought that was a I thought that was a joke when I heard it. I was like, oh yeah, maybe. I yeah. I like I Yeah, he confirms he forgot to attend. Yeah, deadline confirms that Al Pacino (laughs) forgot the Oscars. That is Fantastic oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, the world keeps the world keeps giving it. World keeps giving it back. The world so funny. Back. Thank you. That's all, that's all, hang on, hang on. That's what indicates Al Pacino has no one around him who goes, "Do you want to get ready? Do you want to? <laughs> like, do you want to? Like, we've got a beaver in an hour. Beware. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, you know <laughs> that's, one one of, that's one oh. of my favourite things I think I've ever heard. Uh, and on that note, thanks for listening. Actually, wait, 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 no, 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 no. I'm actually waking up the next day. I forgot the Oscars. <laughs> Damn. Oh. I had a soup. And that soup made my ass look great. I had a, I had a great ass. And I was going to show it all over the Oscars. And the, and the Oscars. I just have the idea of my... In the audience, there was like an empty chair that said Al Pacino. <laughs> this is a sad chair with Al Pacino's name on it. Really lonely, like one empty chair in the middle. Like, like, it's probably in the front, probably in the front row. In the front. Like, it's like, probably, it's probably, the, it's probably like in, you remember like in some places in the world, <laughs> there's like seats you're not allowed to sit on the earth. Yes, exactly. Everyone was probably looking at it going, fuck. Where is he? Did Al die? <laughs> Is he okay? Yeah, okay. Is he alright? Are we just not allowed to see yeah. that anymore? And like, That's like, so funny. yeah. And and inherently, that one joke I forgot is funnier than anything the Oscars managed to do this year. Well, yeah, no doubt. And on that note, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Don't forget the Oscars. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even a good impression. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, we, I forgot the Oscars again. <laughs> <laughs>